Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> they can't talk back. Up. <laughs> I'm doing they great. They can chat back. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> if, if you are on, you know, send us a message in the comments, call in. Let uh, us know how you're doing today. <laughs> yeah, what day is it today? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's That's Wednesday? right, yeah. Everly's back to school? Everly's back to school this morning. That's, that's yep. good. That's good. Uh, we're streaming live on Facebook as well today, so hello to everyone who's watching. I don't know why anyone would be on Facebook at 6 o'clock in the morning, but if you, if you are, I mean, <clears throat> we're here. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, wow, we got um, we got a pretty cool topic today. Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about the differences between renovating for a flip and renovating for a rental property. Mm. Yeah, we uh, we learned recently that uh, uh, they are not the same. They are not the same. Lots of differences. Yeah, it's been uh, interesting and getting to know all the ins and outs and how things differ. And because, yeah, we've, I mean, not recently, but we've done quite a few renovations to rental properties. Yes. And, yeah. A couple yeah. of years back. And, and, and we flipped one uh, about two, 10, 12, something like that years ago. That's right. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's a long time and obviously things have changed. And uh, yeah, even us, we're still learning every day. Um, <laughs> we, we thought, you know what, uh, heck, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into flips because I don't know, we're bored and whatever. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, we have, we have the resources. Why the heck not? Well, you know, we got a good team. Why not put them to work? And, uh, and then we realized, well, well, you don't know anything, Wayne and Gabby. <laughs> uh, there's so uh, yeah, it's been it's been a pretty cool experience. A little stressful the first one, um, you know, being under a time crunch and having you know trying to get this renovation done before before winter, winter Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? We also worked in the you know we knew that we didn't know anything, and we worked that into you know the whole process. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we knew it was going to be a learning curve and we'd have to get systems in place and stuff. So, yeah. And uh, even our contractor was saying he's, he's, he's quite impressed with your with your with your level of organization and detail, uh, you know, your spreadsheets and everything else and, and, and the organization of it. Um, he says he's never dealt with anyone else who has that level of, of organization. So, you know, kudos to you. Oh, he said that about me? Yeah. Oh, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he liked yeah. my scope of work. <laughs> yeah. He says, whenever I send out a bill, it's paid within 30 seconds. And uh, and he's, uh, you know, you sent off that spreadsheet with like all the supplies and everything else in the scope of work. And he's like, I've never seen anyone do a scope of work like that. Normally, it's it's on a napkin and I'm writing it out in their kitchen. And uh, so he's, you know, you know, hats off to you again. Yeah, that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, you know, I had planned on talk talking about it at some point during today's um, episode, but uh, the whole taking care of your contractor. And I'm a firm believer that mm -hmm. like when those invoices come through, pay them. They love to see that. And that goes for your plumber, your electrician, your handyman fixing your rental property, everything. Yeah. When an invoice comes through for your business, pay it right away. They love that and they'll reciprocate and take care of you. So yeah. that's really great to hear that he said those things. Yeah. Well, I guess before we get into that. all warm and fuzzy inside this morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to start your day. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, uh, why don't we do the uh, giveaway for yesterday's, or sorry, the draw for yesterday's giveaway. 
Yes. So uh, what were we giving away yesterday? We were giving away a 30-minute uh, mentor call with either you or myself. Yep, absolutely. Um, so whoever is a winner, you know, just uh, reach out to us again. Actually, we'll reach out to you. We got your yeah. information. Um, and, uh, and let us know who you want to do your mentor call with, whether it's myself or with Gabby. And and uh, we'll get that scheduled in right away. But why don't we do the draw? You got the names? I'll yeah, I got out. the names. I put them in this little basket for you. I know you'd be live on Facebook. Here, take it and really? yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to. I'm not looking. <laughs> All right. I think I got it. There we go. Thank you, everybody who entered and shared our uh, podcast on social media and stuff. We really appreciate it. Get the word out. Yes. Yes. It's uh, um, it's going to take a little while for everyone to kind of get used to the, um, you know, waking up at 6am and, and, and down, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're trying to change up your routine. I mean, normally you listen to podcasts on your iTunes and wherever else, but I mean, uh, I highly recommend downloading the Podbean Podbean app. Um, it's, uh, because it allows you to listen live and you get the option of calling in and messaging us during the podcast as opposed to just listening to it later on a recorded version. Yeah. And Wayne, you know, sorry, as we anticipate whose name yeah, is drawn, <laughs> But um, I chatted with um, Alana, who called in yesterday. I chatted yep. with her um, later on yesterday, and she said the way that she sees it is that, like, it's basically that you're able to chat and call in. Is it's like free mentorship? Like, call in, get your questions asked. That's a good. Point. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good point. Take advantage of it. Call in, ask questions, be part of the conversation. And you know, it's live. Like, it's real. It's real uh, because. It's not polished. You get all of our ums and our ahs. You get, uh, we're, we're completely vulnerable. Uh, yeah, you can stump us. You can yeah. stump us. But like, yeah, this is this is real talk because it's live every single day. You got us at 6 a.m. It's not polished. It's not edited. Okay, can we can we tell them yeah. who won? Let's, the... uh, yeah. We got Annette Purcell. Yeah. So Yay, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to Annette um, and we'll get that set up for you uh, for your free mentor call. You just let us know who you want that to be with. Awesome. Myself or Gabby or both or you, yeah, it doesn't matter, whatever, whatever you want. Um, cool. And then uh, we also we have a giveaway for today as well. Yes. Um, we are giving away a coffee on us from Starbucks. Yeah. And how are we going to do that? What's the deal today? Maybe we'll do it a little bit later once everybody kind of, you know, gets on. But I think we're going to, we'll do. Um... Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't talk about it then. Well, I can give them a hint <laughs> for the people that showed up early. But well, uh, first, first caller in later on, um, we'll, we'll let you know when, uh, first caller in, uh, we'll get a free coffee on us. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Don't call right now. <laughs> or call right now if you want. That's, that's the cool thing. That's what I love. I love about this platform is that, you know, if you got a question or if, um, anything you want to say, you literally just click that call in button and it gives us notifications. It's just like a radio show. This is hundred percent. This is your morning radio show. And it's, and it's so cool. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so, so jacked. I'm so jacked and excited about it. Cause like, um, yeah, you're a radio host, Gabby. And it's, I, it's, I think it's cool. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyone who knows me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get into today's topic. Right. Um, the differences between renovating for a flip and a rental property. Um, you know, we talked about it, you know, earlier now and, uh, it's, uh, it's not the same. Nope. It's not the same. Um, some items you spend more money on and some items you spend less money on and it kind of, and it's different for each side. Um, but you know, where, where do you want to start off with this Gabby? What do you think is the best point to start off? Oh, putting me on the spot. 
I don't know. I think just that. I think uh, just talking about how um, how it is different and how you have a diff- you're trying to appease a different type of client, right? And depending, you know, like with rental properties, you really need to think about like where's your location, who are you trying to attract, and you know, like all those types of things go into you know the finishings and that sort of thing with your rental property Mm -hmm. where with a flip it's basically you are flipping to today's standard of what people like and want for their home right so you know you're dealing with a completely different client at the end of the day that you need to think about and keep in mind and you're also dealing with a completely different um you know like I guess level you might say whereas with you know a rental property you're thinking about tenant turnover and people moving in moving out um you know kind of tenants might beat it up a little bit more that sort of thing right um it's just like when you're when you're when you're when you're doing rental properties you always think about your tenant um profile your tenant tenant demographic for that particular area or that particular type of property um this is just an extra add on to that. So, you know, is this a high end rental? Is this a low end rental? Is this a, you know, I'm going to renovate this in five years kind of rental. And then there's, you know, for a flip, it's like, this is who, who's going to be buying this property. Is this a quick lipstick and rouge renovation where you're just going to, you know, paint floor trim, you know what I mean? And clean it up and, and wipe down the cabinets. Or are you selling this as a high end flip? And for that, I mean, you want to make sure that you, you don't skip anything. You you know you can't put laminate countertops. You can't put the old uh, you know uh, baseboards that were already on there. You got to upgrade them and everything. You got to upgrade and put tile in the tub surround and stuff. So it really depends on who your 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 target client is going to be that's going to be buying or renting this from you. Um, why don't we start off with paint? Because paint was actually one. And, and again, like we're learning every day too. <laughs> uh, we went into we went into the paint store and we had no idea what type of paint to get. I'm mean, not like what type, but all, what what quality when because you can there's you can start off with a really cheap paint or you can go right to the high end paint. And we're like this is for a flip. Do we do a high end paint or you know is it going to be harder for our contractor? Um, if if we go with a lower end paint because it's a flip is our contractor going to get pissed off at us because we gave him shitty paint and, and he, he has to, to do, do four, four coats, coats yeah. <laughs> right um so this is all stuff that we had to learn like what was your experience with that when uh, uh paint is honestly the most stressful part of a renovation well that and picking floor apparently yeah um but you walk in there and there's like walls of tins of like different kinds of paint and they all vary in price and none of it means anything to me so i'm looking at these prices going uh medium of the line i guess yeah and so you, you really need to cheap yeah you don't want to like go super cheap and like wayne just said like have your contractor having to do like four coats because time is money baby yeah right and you want to on a budget but and you're also on a budget yeah so there's like the balance of the two and so you really need to talk to somebody and you know like if you're going into an actual paint shop usually they're a lot more knowledgeable than going into like a home depot or lowe's but you can also luck out in those places as well and you know like for instance i think that we did get our paint at a lowe's and i had talked to somebody initially who was like "Eh, you can do this or you know maybe try this one this one's a good one and then i sat there humming and hawing and not knowing what to do and then another guy came around and he's like do you need some help and i was like well 
the other lady said this and he's like, oh, okay, well, what's this for? And he started asking me all the questions, he said it's for a flip and, uh, you know, like started going through what we were doing and he's like, oh, well, this is what you want and this is why. And right. so, you know, like with, and so what he was saying is that, you know, with a rental property, you have just like I said earlier, more people coming in, more people coming out, um, you know, like more you need to worry about like all the kids touching the walls and all of the moving in right. furniture and all those types of things where you need it to be super durable. You need like really good paint for a rental property, which we, we knew from, you know, renovating right. our rental properties before, but then with a flip or with, you know, your own home, you don't really need to go top of the line because you're not, you know, you don't have all of that regular wear and tear. I mean, unless you have a bunch of kids and, you know, that sort of thing. For your you, home, yes. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a bunch of kids that are that are constantly banging up against the walls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But with a flip, you don't, you know, like that's one of the things where it's all going to look the same when it's, unless you're super cheapy now, but it's all going to look the same right. when it's on the walls. And if you're on a budget, you don't need to go top of the line. Right. So that was one of the things, you know, there's going to be differences in in some of the products that we talk about today where, and like Wayne had said, some of them you spend more money on a flip and some of them you spend less money on a yeah. flip. So paint was one of them where, where they basically said you don't need to go top of the line on a flip. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's some really good points. Um, I think when you're painting a rental property, uh, nine times out of 10, um, most of the landlords are doing it themselves because they're trying to stay on a budget. It's, it's, it's funny. Um, yeah. Like nine tenths out of ten, they're doing it themselves, and I don't think landlords really know the difference between paints. Um, and I'm sure me, some do, and yeah, yeah some don't. Because um, they're just—I mean—are they going to notice that it, you know, it took a couple extra coats or not? I mean, most people yeah. aren't professional painters. Yeah. Um, so they go and they, they choose the cheapest one, but then you notice down the line that it doesn't—it's not lasting, and it's, yeah, it's you need to paint away. it in a couple of years instead of you know five or six years. <clears throat> Ends up costing you more. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. What about um? You you touched. You said flooring as well. <laughs> yeah. You said apparently flooring. Well, that that's because we're in our flip. Um, the kitchen cabinets were actually in really great condition. Really good condition. And we're like, there's no way in hell we're taking these cabinets out because like there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. In comparison, and that was really interesting because like the house was pretty beat up. Yes. Like the walls were awful like the flooring was all ripped up and everything was like in pretty bad shape and then there was like these pristine kitchen cabinets <laughs> yes and yeah so it was a foreclosure too yeah. and like you go into the kitchen i swear the whole house like all the carpets all torn out it's like it's 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 pretty bad in there and then you go into the kitchen and it's like aside from the linoleum you know on the floor like it was clean. Yeah. The cabinets were like pretty new. Like all of the appliances, appliances were clean. Appliances were clean. Yeah. Like clean. <laughs> like I, I opened up the appliances and I could not find a speck of like any stains or anything. Yeah, like, like ready to be sold. <laughs> we what we ended up doing is we we put them in uh, we had them delivered back to our house. I'm like, oh, we're gonna use these things in the future when we have another rental property that yeah. uh Fro fridge isn't working anymore. Fridge isn't no working. Problem. We'll Here just literally go. just go <laughs> grab it out of our garage. It was like we we could have sold them, um, yeah. and we could have sold them for a really good price because again they were, but they were white, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about appliances after, um, but uh, yeah, uh, flooring. Yeah. So the reason that I had trouble with that is that they were actually like a light oak, which you know, like you're talking the, about the cabinets. Yeah, the cabinets yeah. were like a light oak. So trying to pick flooring to you know like um, complement that, but also be modern and what you know 
people are looking for today was was truly difficult. Yes. But aside from that, you know, like in in flips these days and even uh, rental property renovations, a lot of the time you're working with, you know, white cabinets or you're gray seeing a lot of those uh, dual tones. Yeah. So gray on the bottom, white on the top, that sort of thing. So it's pretty easy to match your flooring with. You can pretty much just point at one and pick it and it's good. But yeah. you need you do need to worry um, about the quality. Mm -hmm. So what what would you say on that topic for because you struggled with this one a bit pricing yeah. versus quality in my eyes I'm like what the f is the difference between laminate and vinyl because there's there's a big cost difference right now and there is a big difference in general between the two yes, products yes but in my eyes I'm like is anyone like when you put the two on the ground for a home buyer first time home buyer are they really going to notice the difference between a good laminate and luxury vinyl plank. Generally, no. no not yeah. sometimes. I don't even notice yeah. if the seams are really good. And if you're talking like a, a Costco and it has like that that glossy finish, you know what I'm talking about. Like mm -hmm. you can just tell like it's 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 a discount brand laminate. You can tell that. And in and a lot of those, they're so cheap that the seams come apart within six months. Yeah. But I'm talking about like even just going down to Rona or Home Depot and just getting their dollar fifty a square foot laminates. It looks exactly the same when it's installed. Um, and luxury vinyl plank, it's difficult to get it unless it's on discount, like it's on sale. It's difficult to get it for less than two dollars and sixty cents a square foot. Yeah. So when you're talking about a thousand square feet of saving a dollar per square foot, that's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Which can impact the budget. Huge. Quite a bit, yeah. That's, that's, a that's just one, and that's just one material, right? So we were we're going back and forth on the pros and cons about getting, you know, just doing laminate. And like, is is someone if this whole place is done, you know, beautiful, and there's nice, there's really nice laminate there, are they really gonna are gonna be like, oh, it's laminate? I want luxury vinyl plank. <laughs> No. I mean, what's going to happen is their home inspector is probably going to pull out the vent, like the floor vent and look and they say, okay, yep, it's laminates. But like, is it really going to affect the, the after repair value? Is it really going to affect, you know, the decision of our buyer, whether they buy it or not? I don't know to this day. Like I'm, I'm I actually, if, you know, if you're listening in live, you know, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, and if you're listening to the recorded version, I mean, send me an email at info at uh, reimorningshow.com. I'm curious what you guys think or on Facebook live or on Facebook live as well. I'm curious what people think about, you know, laminate right now, because I've been told don't put laminate in your flips. I've also been told don't put laminate in your rental properties because they just don't use laminate. Because they scuff <laughs> and they scratch and they chip and they pull apart. So is anyone using laminate anymore? And so as you can probably tell, I fought Wayne on this one. And like to me, I was just like, does like does laminate even exist anymore? Like Is it because gone? because uh when vinyl came in, like it was like, wow, you don't need underlay. It's um as long as you're not getting a super cheap right. one, it's way easier to install. It's you know, like it's pretty good yeah. you can get the glue down which just like pops right down you can get like you can get it in so many different formats and it's great for like basements and stuff kitchens but you can put it in kitchens it's and bathrooms it's yeah well that's yeah, yeah instead of having to like you know go and tile the bathroom or and, and the kitchen you can just carry your flooring right through mm -hmm. so there's definitely pros and i don't know to me i was just <laughs> like especially we're, you know, we're, we're trying to get a little bit of, of wow, but, you know, Wayne saw it as though like, 
like he said, are they really going to be able to tell? Is it worth a thousand dollars? Yeah, I, I fought him on it though, and you know, I won. I well, there was a few <laughs> other things to consider when we were thinking about it. Um, was also our contractor. Again, you have to think about yeah. what your contractor is going to say, um, because well, at the end of the day, you're in charge. It doesn't matter what he yes. says. But well, labor, yeah, it's going to take him a little extra labor. And that's one thing that we consider was if you're doing laminate, you have to go outside and he's got to cut it with his, his miter saw and then he's going to go inside and then realize, oh, shit, maybe that cut was a little off. And he goes back outside and he grabs his his, his uh, multi-tool and he's trying to adjust it, whatever else. But if he was if he had luxury vinyl plank, he can literally do it inside and he does it with a box cutter. Yeah. So just score it and snap it. Score and snap. And, you know, I, I've done both personally and vinyl is significantly easier yeah. and faster and you don't have to go outside with the saw. You don't make a huge mess, you know, out in the yard, All the saddest, yeah. um, especially if you're doing renovations in the winter, um, you know, and then mm-hmm. throwing your shoes on and going outside. And I remember the first time we installed vinyl plank, it was like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is easy yeah <laughs> um, i'm never doing a laminate again which which brings me back to my point like who the hell's using laminate i know yeah. new builders aren't I'm, I'm telling you i bet you there is there is uh there's laminate factories closing down across the world <laughs> um anyways um we digress yes uh but our contractor you know we have to think about him um you know as soon as i mentioned it to him i'm like what do you what do you think just let me know be honest with me right now and he's like well i prefer vinyl yeah. And also laminate's going to take more time. So at the end of the day, are you the money that you're saving in the cost of the laminate? Are you then paying for in labor? That's that's what we I, I think it came. It wasn't quite equal to the thousand dollars, but it was, but it was somewhere in the, the middle. Yeah. Um. So when you weigh all the pros and cons of it, I'm like, fine. Yeah. Um, and also uh, when you're flipping a house and if this is something you're going to be doing, like you also want to, um, you know, think about your reputation as a flipper. Yes. Yes. Right. Are you putting cheap products in or and are your finishes mediocre or yeah. are you using good quality products and are your finishes amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so, because it's not always um, home buyers, first time home buyers that are buying. For us, this is a, you know, this is a entry level townhouse. So yeah. Um, it's going to be very likely to be a first time home buyer or a, a first time investor, um, who's looking for something with a lower entry point. Um, but you know, if you're doing, you know, um, you're, you're doing renovations on a flipping to an investor word will spread very quickly, you know, that you're using cheap quality stuff. And it's not, like, I've, I've heard lots of stories about like, Oh, don't buy from that person because that person, you know, cheaps out and, you know, you look behind the walls and there's a lot of stuff they didn't do. And, yeah. So, uh, you know, word travels very fast and, um, you know, your reputation is, is important if that's going to be your long-term business. Yeah. So I'd say the verdict on the flooring is probably that across the board, whether you're doing, you know, a flip or a rental property that, you know, it's pretty much the same unless you're putting in, you know, hardwood floors in a, in a, um, yes. higher level. For sure. If you're talking, flip. you know, higher, higher end flip. Now let's talk about, um, do you do the vinyl or the hardwood all the way through the house? What do you do on a flip up upstairs? Yeah. So, you know, with, with rental properties, um, tenants damage carpet and carpet tenants. is hard to yeah. replace. You know, if you're lucky, you might be able to do a patch repair, but not if you got a big old stain in the middle of the room. So nine times out of 10, you're replacing the carpet for the whole room. Yes. Uh, and then that turns into an ugly battle, you know, at the end of the tenancy when a huge chunk of their damage deposit goes to carpet replacement or yeah. all of it. 
Yeah. (laughs) So is that considered wear and tear? Yeah. Well, you you poured your whole bottle of nail polish in the middle of the room. (laughs) Like I'd love to be able to cut a hole out and replace it and not make it look silly, but no, the whole room needs to be replaced. And that is not a good conversation to have with your tenants when you're taking yeah, seventy five percent of their damage deposit because of a small little mistake that either they made or their or kid their made. Kid, yeah. uh, it's 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 yeah. hard. Yeah. So well, with we a just rental, deal with something very. Well, let's let's talk. We just had that recently on, on one of our rental properties. Yeah. Um, um, a dog. Wanna... A dog got sick. A dog got all sick. over two of the rooms while uh, she ends. was at work. Both ends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, luckily, I want to go into detail with the dog did. No, we don't need to go into detail with the it poor was sick dog. Everywhere. Um, but you know, we were actually very lucky, and that to date, my favorite tenant, she was just yeah. absolutely incredible, and she contacted us and told us, and so she said, you know, I understand that I'm going to have to pay for carpet replacement, yeah. and so you know, we had we had a really great experience and situation in that sense, but it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, what, like I want to tell the story we don't have to go into detail of, of, of all the, 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 how the dog did, but uh, it started in one room and then went into another room mm-hmm. and then a little bit into the hallway, I think. Um, and then as well, um, that in, in one of the other bedrooms, she also dropped something. It wasn't, Some wasn't it? it was a hair dye or yeah. hair dye as well. So, um, we're talking about two rooms need to be replaced um at the door seam and as well um a small section uh near the uh the ensuite bathroom yeah and so that there i mean what what did it end up getting quoted at ah i don't remember wayne okay (laughs) but we lucked out and for the uh master bedroom this the stain by the ensuite they were able to take a piece out of one of the um, bedrooms that got stained out yeah. of the closet. And so they salvaged a piece there and did a patch repair yeah. outside the ensuite. So they didn't need to, they only needed to replace two bedrooms. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. We had that all lined up. It was going to get done the same day as the move out. So the next person can move in. And then, um, so we called up the builder and asked, Hey, what, uh, what carpet did you use? Yeah. We didn't have any spare pieces. And they're like, Oh, you're in that unit. Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's this, um, that's this type of carpet. So, um, gave us the code and everything. Gave us the code. We're like, yes, it's amazing. Good morning, uh, Julie and Alana. And I see someone else there as well. I can't tell who you are. But good morning. Uh, thanks for coming on. And um, so they give us the code and everything. We ordered up the carpet. Oh, sorry, we sent it to the, the, the carpet installer. Yeah. He ordered up the carpet. And then he shows up and uh, he's, he's kind of like scratching his head. It was like a dark olive green. And our carpet was like a light beige. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, I don't think this is the same color. And I think he called you and he's like, this doesn't seem to match up. And then I guess the builder and we ordered this like three weeks, four weeks in advance. Yeah. And the builder apparently gave him the wrong code. Yeah. And so he's there. And then, you know, we're expecting this thing to be turned over, you know, within a couple hours, new tenant moves in. It was going to be a seamless move. And uh, that did not happen. So he's sitting there with this, this roll of carpet and he's like, I, I don't know. And so we, we, we can't any, I think he already cut it up too, didn't he? No, he didn't cut it up, but he, he couldn't send it back. Couldn't send it back. And, uh, it was gonna, it was like this, just this really weird carpet. So it wasn't he, his fault. It was not his fault. No. It, could, and it like, it wasn't our fault. 
but it was. It was. I mean, and yeah. we couldn't call up the builder yeah. and say, "Hey, <laughs> you gave us the wrong code. You need you to gave pay us, for this." <laughs> yeah, you got to cover this six hundred dollars worth of carpet that we have yeah. here that we can't return. I think it was seven hundred. Um, yeah. Oh God. So yeah, we we're in a really sticky spot where now we needed to order more carpet, and this is a rental property. You got to be careful with your your budget. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Well, to be honest, we were taking this out of the girl's deposit. She damaged yeah. deposit. She was totally okay with it. So now we've got an extra $700 roll of carpet that we have no use for that we have to pay for it. And that came out of our expenses. Yeah. Here's here's some um, tales from the trenches of, of being a landlord. What do you do in a situation like that? You can't call up Abby and say, hey, send us $700 because you sent us the wrong code. Like, are they gonna, like nope. you can push for it, but are they really going to do it? Yeah. They're just gonna stop answering the phone. Yeah, and when I call, when I called back to be like, uh, "What's going on?" Like, this is the code you gave us. She was like, "Oh my god!" Like, who did you talk to? And um, I'm looking up your address, and that's not the code. And she's like, "The code that you were given is a carpet that we use yeah. in in you know some of the builds, but that's definitely not the one that was used in your unit." And so, just yeah. like total disconnect. Yeah. She was so, mortified. <laughs> uh, with that being said, literally in my studio in the basement uh, of our house, I have a long 12-foot roll of carpet. <laughs> We're looking at it right now. Um, if you're in the market for uh, about how many square feet would that be? About, I don't know. Uh, 300 square feet of carpet. Uh, we'll give you a good deal on it. <laughs> <laughs> like They're like, do you, the, the installer's like, well, I mean, you paid for it. Do you want it? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And he delivered it and just... We threw it in our basement. It's like, this- do you, yes, do you want us to hold on to it? And, you know, you can use it in another property eventually. And it's just like, it's, it's like a, a couple rooms is all it'll do. So no. And then, yeah, well, you got to buy the matching stuff. So, I mean, that's actually something to consider. Maybe one of our next flips, we can use that carpet and then just buy more of, make sure you get the right code this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> buy more of that that uh, particular uh, yeah. that line and then we can use it. But yeah. uh, anyways, we digress. What are you talking about? This is a good story. This is this is, <laughs> this is in the trenches uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it happened. But uh, when you're upstairs uh, in a flip, um, not oh yeah, you never even finished your statement. I know. That's why I say we digress. So in a rental property, don't do carpet if you don't need to. I mean, Definitely like sometimes don't you don't do in a rental property. Sometimes you buy property and it has carpet, and so you yeah. just like work with it. But you know, when it comes time to replace, like definitely replace with vinyl. And why not is that? Laminate. And that it, well, maybe I'll just explain it. It's because. Um, with with all of your materials in a rental property, they all have their own lifespan. You know, hot water tank, furnace, everything else, um, and uh, paint and uh, flooring. There's a certain amount of, uh, of life expectancy for them before they have to be replaced, and you budget for that. So if you're putting in carpets, and there's like if it were vinyl plank, it would last a lot longer. It doesn't yeah. scuff as easy. Um, it doesn't get stained. You know, by you know because it's easily it's water resistant. Um, so. You know, when you put in carpet, it's far more likely you're going to have to replace it with wear because of wear and tear sooner than you would with, say, laminate or or, or ultimate or the best would be vinyl plank. So, if you have the choice, definitely go with vinyl throughout the whole house. Yeah. Um, if not, then just anticipate that um, you need to allocate funds um, for the replacement of carpet um, sooner. And that you'll have a lot more headaches. Yes, <laughs> along the way. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, but then with a flip, you oh, know, yeah. um, a lot of homeowners like having carpet up, you know, like up the stairs and in the mm-hmm. in the bedrooms. I know, like personally, I do. I I prefer it. It's nice and cushy on the feet. It feels good in the bedrooms. Uh, kids, kids on stairs. Yeah, kids and 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 kids and pets on stairs. Kids and pets on stairs um, can be very slippery. 
Um, and you know, in the middle of the winter, you got those big fuzzy socks, uh, which is coming up, which I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to consider that it's, uh, you know, we have one property that uh, it came with carpet and, um, it's one of my best selling features. Uh, whenever the we cushy go, carpet, yeah. the cushy carpet, I always, I, I have a, I have a way that when I'm walking through the house, I always end by talking about, mm, I always love this carpet and everyone's like, Oh yeah, they rub their toes in it. Um, <laughs> I, I wish it would, I, you know, I, I wish it didn't have to be replaced so often, um, you know, with a rental property, but, uh, yeah, it's uh same thing for when someone's walking through a flip, you have very limited things that you can draw attention to. Um, uh, you know, the, the things that they notice, the things that they remember when they're out with their realtor and they saw four properties, you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm telling you rubbing their toes, you know, into the, the nice carpet upstairs, um, uh, will have a, you know, it, it'll create a, a memory, uh, it'll make it memorable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So what about, uh, fixtures like light fixtures? Um, yeah, let's just start with light fixtures. Out with the boob lights. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I just learned uh, last week that the dome lights are called boob lights. I don't know how I didn't. Yeah, they look like a nipple, I guess. I, I don't know how it took that long for me to learn. And everyone's like, yeah, everybody calls them boob lights. I'm like, no one's ever said, I would have, I would, I'd remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never heard that before because we've always had boob lights in all of our properties. But uh, well, that was the thing. And like you go buy the contractor packs of them, like you can get them in like yeah, four, like 10 five, bucks four each. or six packs or something. Yeah. And they're super cheap. What so. are you telling me that I can't use boob lights anymore? <laughs> now we got to spend $40 on our lights. Come on. Give me a break. At least. <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. Um, that stuff adds up $30 a light. I mean, that's how many lights, you know, you got three bedrooms, you got to, you know, you got a kitchen, you got a hallway, you got another hallway, you got a living room, you got a basement. And we're talking like eight, nine, 10 lights and an extra $30 each. Yeah. $300 adds up. And, and, and this is what we learned. I have a very long list. We haven't even touched uh, a fraction of it yet. Of, um, and, you know, you got to really, when you're doing a flip, you got to save, you know, a dollar here, a dollar there, $10 here, because that stuff adds up at the end. Once we get to the bottom of the list, you'll realize that $10 here, $10 there equates to three, $4,000. And that is, you know, sometimes on a flip, if you're expecting 20, 30 or $50,000, that's, that's a large fraction of your profit, yeah. right? Um, so you have to take this stuff seriously. You got to really budget for this. Yeah, for sure. I think that I, I like talking about the lights because I think with a flip and actually even with a rental property, yeah. It's a lighting is a really easy way to uh, grab somebody's attention and make something memorable. You just mm -hmm. talked about that cushy carpet, that feeling that they get. Yes. I I feel the same way with you know one nice flashy light fixture, usually in the dining room because you know it can be the drop down kind of, mm -hmm. and you can if you can get something fancy in there that catches people's eyes. Like I remember uh, the last uh, rental property that we did a suite conversion in, yeah. um, you know, we got like a really sparkly, pretty light fixture in the dining room and everybody talks about it. Yeah. Like you walk in and it's like, oh, I love that light fixture. Like it's just eye catching. So I think yes. that lighting can be a really easy way to grab people's attention. Yeah. But also, you know, on the other end of it, you're looking at, you know, what kind of, uh, sleek kind of light fixtures can you put everywhere else yeah and there and then there's the difference between you know light bulb and the led ones yeah and the led ones you know the the lights last forever so you're not having to switch out light bulbs you know if we're talking rental properties and that sort of thing where light bulbs are always going out and mm -hmm. and that sort of thing like it's just easy you stick them up and you don't have to worry about them for years absolutely which is great 
And I think, you know, there's, then there's also the topic of pot lights and, you know, in a basement, if you're doing a suite conversion for a rental property, absolutely put, you know, the pot lights up and, and make it kind of an easy lighting situation. But otherwise I, I feel like for flips, if you're getting into the high end stuff, then that's, that's a great feature. People love it. Yeah. But you know, entry. You said pot lights? Yeah. 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 But entry level kind of properties, not as necessary. It's a huge expense to get electrician in and, you know, do all mm-hmm. of that. So that's actually something we're looking at our next flip. Um, we just took possession yesterday and um, we were looking at all the comparables of the, the recent solds. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they put pot lighting in the, in the living room and I'm like, for a townhouse. Um, but <laughs> you, you look at the pictures and it does make a significant difference. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, there's not much, you don't have much to work with, with, you know, catching their attention unless you're staging the place. Um, which we, I don't think we are, um, you, when they're walking through, they're looking, they're like, okay, there's the door. Okay. There's the light. Okay. There's the bathroom. Oh, the kitchen's really nice. Ooh, dining room, light fixture. Then they're, they're making their way upstairs. There's nothing else. So if you can add in like pot lights for, you know, spend a couple hundred dollars and get an electrician to install them and, and, um, either scrape the popcorn ceiling or, you know, retexture it. It's, it's the little things like that, that will catch their attention. That will make it stand out from all of the other um you know places that they view um i mentioned popcorn ceiling um which is down my list a little bit as well mm-hmm. but uh do you scrape or do you retexture <laughs> um depends on your budget and the and the how high end or low end of your yeah yeah i mean if you've got a good contractor like one of our contracts in the past he's like he's really good at it texturing yeah. he's like i'll just i'll just put a new layer on there to look really nice and it's a lot easier than scraping it some people tell me just scrape it just scrape it and like, you know, that, but when you scrape all the popcorn off, then underneath the reason why they put popcorn is that they don't have to, you know, mud the seams and sand the ceiling. It's, it's, it's saving a lot, a lot of labor. So if you scrape it all off, keep in mind, you're gonna have to mud and tape the ceiling and hire someone to do that. And if you've ever done mud taping sanding, oh my God. Well, over. and then it's next level when it's on the ceiling. <laughs> it of <a> sucks. <laughs> it sucks. And it's coming down on your face and it's, it's overhead and your shoulder. Like, oh my God, I don't even. I don't even want to talk about it. it. Just gives me bad <laughs> memories. Um, so it, it really depends on the level of your uh, your renovation for a rental. Probably just keep it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but for a flip, um, I'd, I'd consider getting it retextured. Uh, the very least repainted because uh, you know, depending on most flips, they're they're not like you know most flips are. You need to get it at a low enough price in order for. I was going to say sense. a lot of the times it also comes down to budget. It's like if, if your budget is tight, then the ceiling might be the last thing you're thinking about. Yeah. But if you go all out on the whole yeah. house and then they look up and they see this old, you know, either stain on the popcorn ceiling or there's a, a patch from where they did a plumbing repair um, mm-hmm. or it's a 50 year old place or 60 year old place. And someone at some time smoked, smoked in it for yeah. five years. Um, it's stained, you know, they had a, they had a ceiling fan before and, you know, all the dust accumulation from the ceiling fan up top there. So, um, at the very least, I would say, get a painter to come in and just spray a new coat of white on it. Um, again, so it's not an eyesore if you've got it all fresh and clean everywhere else. And then it's, there's a tinge of yellow. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, we had a 
a comment here on Facebook. I'm just going to read real quick. I was just going to interrupt and say, um, in case you are watching on Facebook and you're having a hard time hearing me, it's because I am not in front of the camera. So if you want to hear me better, go onto the Podbean app, download it, and you yes. can listen live. And, and I'm speaking into my microphone. So. And thank you to everyone who is on Podbean right now. I know it's, it's, it's like asking people like, oh, go over to this new app, download this new app and change your routine and listen to it you know, while you drive and stuff. And it's, it's going to take a little while for everyone to get used to it. But I think the value of having a live morning show every morning, you know, talking about real estate investing, like it's real real estate investing. I think it's worth it. It's going to take a little while to get people on it, though. Yeah. Uh, and in we the won't. Mean, in the meantime, you, you know, I'll still stream on Facebook from time to time, Instagram live as well. And and you can also listen to the recordings. They're, they'll be on your your favorite, you know, iTunes and Spotify and Google plays and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, Laurie may, uh, pair off had mentioned it's the bulb cost that gets me the bulbs. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that snuck Good up on point. us. <laughs> that snuck up on us. Those are getting expensive. Yes. Yeah. Even just the light fixture we bought for the bathroom, um, didn't come with bulbs and they were some fancy, fancy led bulb. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I didn't add that money into the budget. So <laughs> I had to go pick that up yesterday. Um, and, uh, Laurie asked, has it been previously painted? uh the the ceiling not sure uh um, not sure to be honest <laughs> um but you know that's you know it's a great point because sometimes you know over those 40 or 50 years you know someone had green paint on the wall someone had red paint someone had gray paint and you know that it was a homeowner that was doing it because you could see touch on the ceiling everywhere because it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't taped properly or it was taped properly but if you've ever tried to tape popcorn. A, a popcorn ceiling <laughs> It's you know what I mean? The, the the paint on the walls bleed through because it's it's not a flat surface. So, yeah. um, again, that's that catches someone's eye when they're going through and they see an old green or purple or pink stain on the ceiling. Um, and if you happen to dab it with a, a, a new, you know, a new white paints, well, they're going to notice that, too, because it's discolored from everything else. Um, and Lori says I'm on Facebook and hearing you just fine. So, oh, great. Yeah. That's good. Um, you got a nice, powerful voice. Uh, but I'm uh, trying. I don't have as powerful as a, of a voice as Wayne does, so <laughs> I have a little bit of com competition. <laughs> uh, so our giveaway for today, um, we should probably get onto that. Uh, sure. What we're going to do, and I don't know if anyone's going to do it or not, but maybe if they do, what we're doing is we're doing a giveaway today, a free coffee on us uh, from Starbucks. Um, so we'll we'll send that off to you in the mail. Um, what you need to do is you need to call in the Podbean app. So if you're on the Podbean app, just you click that button. This is call in. You can literally call us in just like your, you know, your regular, uh, you know, drive in morning show. And Should we get them to tell us something specifically or ask a know. question? I don't know. <laughs> well, we're here. Got to make quick decisions. It's uh, all you got to do is just click that call in button on the Podbean app. If you're not on, you know, definitely go and download it again. It's, it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, you know, on a topic like today, you know, you can definitely get in and, and ask your questions. Um, Gabby okay. mentioned earlier, you know, um, someone was saying that it's, it's, it's honestly, it's like free mentorship. You literally can call in and ask your questions. Um, yeah. and you got us, you, you can, you can, yeah, we, we can't run from you. It's <laughs> okay. So nothing specific, just call in, say, Hey, nothing specific. Just you can in. ask a question if you want, you can make a comment if you want, yeah. or just call in and boom, got and yourself a free coffee. It. It, it's and, first and person to call in, first person to call in starting now. Um, we're gonna, and if no if nobody calls in, no coffee for you. Oh, you know you know what? Next time it'll be two coffees. <laughs> the next okay. person come in too. I don't know. Maybe. Um, We're just on the fly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's gonna be daily giveaways every day. Um, you know, and as uh, you know, this week it's just I think it's just gonna be Gabby and I just kind of 
you know, working out this new platform and, uh, and getting used to it. But we have a ton of amazing guests lined up and, and we're, we're putting a lot of, a lot of energy and a lot of resources into this. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. I really wanted to take, you know, the real estate investor dad podcast to the next level. And, and that meant he needed to get me on. And, and apparently <laughs> that meant that I needed to, I needed to get uh, her on. And uh, guess what? What? Uh, we have someone calling in. Okay. Can you guess who it is? Is it Alana? It's Alana. <laughs> Our number one fan. <laughs> uh, we, uh, it, it, oh, there she is now. Hi guys. Good morning. Good morning, Alana. Alana's just going to keep, she, you know, she's going to call in every day and she's going to, she's going to win every day. And she's taking advantage of it. Might as well. Yeah. You go girl. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Um, no, guys, just a, a question for you in regards, Vane. I, I joined in a bit later, but I've heard you say. Hi. Okay. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. You're on the radio. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, you mentioned something about staging. So, at what point would you stage? Um, is it for a more luxurious flip that you would stage uh, the property before selling? For sure. I think it depends on the budget and the spread that you have between your, your buy price and your, your renovation price. Um, a good flipper is going to, is going to add that into the budget and um, yeah. it, it'll never be a topic of, you know, oh, we don't have enough money for that in the budget. It, that will be the budget. And then they will only get deals that can account for that. Yeah. I think that an experienced flipper will definitely have it in their budget and that's kind of a non-negotiable Yeah. Uh, for us. Like we, like this is our, our first flip in, what did you say? 10 to 12 years? Yeah. It's, well, first <laughs> and, and second flip. Yeah. We, yeah. So, uh, you know, like we're, we're learning and we're trying to keep budget. the budget tight and yeah, over budget. So I uh, don't, you know, I don't think it's in our budget to do that, but moving forward, like, I can't remember, I was at a event a few weekends ago, and there was a stager speaking. And mm -hmm. she said that um, staged properties sell how whatever the percent was faster, or maybe it was a number of days. And I wish I had that information, because it was like mind blowing, mm -hmm. how big of an impact it has on how quickly it's going to sell yeah. compared to a property that isn't staged. So it is like 1000% worth it if yeah. you have it in your budget. So work it into your budget. Yeah. I mean, lesson learned for us. I'm uh, I'm planning on having a, a stager on the podcast as well in the near future and yeah. discussing the pros and cons of um, staging and also virtual staging, which is pretty cool these days. You know, they can, they can literally make the pictures look like it, it doesn't look like it's it's added in in some Photoshop thing. It looks it looks legit. Um, yes, yes. Yes, I was just about to say. So the feedback on that is that it's great for rental properties to you know get get catch people's eyes and get them in the door to come view the rental property. Not so much for um, you know for selling because yes, you catch their attention and get them in, but once they're in, they forget. Yes. So they can't remember. And then they start picking apart other stuff because they saw these beautiful pictures and now they're gone. And so it's it's harder for them to to remember and to revisualize that. Yeah. So great for rental properties. Not so great for selling. Yes. Oh, thank you, Alana. We'll uh, we'll get that mailed off to you, um, that coffee. And uh, yeah, keep keep calling in every day and keep winning. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a great day. You, you as too. well.
Um, Lori, uh, she couldn't hear the question on Facebook, but uh, we were talking. She was asking about staging and and, and what point uh, you should. And and uh, Lori also mentioned it adds an additional seventeen percent percent more money. Yes, Lori was at the same event. Yes. So thank you, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember the exact detail. I don't have my notes from the weekend in front of me. Yeah. But yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, that's a huge impact. Uh, Julie on uh, Podbean uh, had mentioned if the popcorn ceiling wasn't painted, then it's easy to remove. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's what Lori was probably getting at too. Yep. Yep, for sure. Okay. Well, congratulations, Alana. We'll get that mailed off to you. Um, and what about finishing the basement? Hmm. Um. I know that you know even a partially finished basement can add a lot of value on a on a on a realtor listing on yeah. an MLS listing. Um, when someone is searching for homes on their their MLS search with their realtor, they ask, you know, do you want a finished basement? They're like, well, it's it would be we'd like it, but it's not a must. And then so sometimes they'll put, okay, we'll just click off partially finished and finished and just see what comes up. Um, so if you have a partially finished uh, you know tick, then you're going to get more than if you didn't. Right. So, um, uh, when, when, when you're trying to figure out who your, your buyer is going to be, you have to you have to think about what are the things that they are going to click off on, you know, their realtor, the realtor is going to click off on their MLS search. Um, so even just partially finishing it can add uh, a lot of value and just getting more buyers to see it, you know, in their, in their inboxes. Yeah. Um, well, also for rentals, it's going to add to how much you can get 200 for, square feet 300 yeah. like depending on the size of the basement and that's huge for families especially like families love that extra space mm -hmm. it can be a playroom you know so yeah. it does add value i'd say it's one of those things probably coming down to budget wise that like if you can work those numbers in that yes. in the long run it's a great thing to invest in but it will not not in most cases it will not add value to increase the value of of the property right right so any money you do put in there i would not recommend spending thirty thousand dollars on like you know a, a wet bar you know yeah. like, <laughs> and, and all that other stuff and and high-end carpets and it's you're not really going to get that value it's just an added feature um yeah. that can be really appealing uh for someone who's buying and wants that extra 200 square feet or a rental property where they want that extra, you know, square feet for the kids to go downstairs and get out of my hair because we're, you know. Yeah. And you have to think about, um, you know, money is money is one part, how much it costs to do it. But you also need to think about it increases the rentability. It increases your actual rent amount. Mm -hmm. So you need to factor in those things because, you know, if you're facing vacancies and you can you know, if having a basement would decrease the amount of time between vacancies or make you have no vacancy because it's highly desirable, you have a finished basement, all that kind of stuff that saves you, you know, over the years that you're holding that property, that can save you a lot of money in vacancies and, you know, that sort of thing. So it's not just how much money it costs to build it. It's also, you know, decreasing those costs in your, in your rental business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we still have so much to get through and we got about 10 minutes left here. Um, what about cabinets? We talked about cabinets earlier because we were trying to match kitchen, kitchen cabinets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which we, we were trying to match certain flooring with cabinets and we didn't want it to seem off, but, um, what about the differences for cabinets for a rental property and a flip? Yeah. Um, I'd say the biggest thing is like with a rental property, if you're, if you buy a property and, and your lips sticking and rouging it and the, the cabinets are salvageable, then 
a lot of the time there's, you know, no point in, in replacing them. If, replace the knobs. Yeah. Replace the knobs kind of spruce things up a bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're gutting it and it's a rental property, you know, Ikea has some great lower cost options yeah. for cabinets that you can put in there. White seems to be really popular or like we mentioned earlier, the dual tones with yeah. the gray bottom white top. Um, but you know, we're, we're so experienced in suite conversions. So, you yeah. know, having the basement suite uh, as well as the main floor suite. And what we've done a lot in the past for our rental properties is put, um, and oh gosh, I don't know the terms for it, but you know, for the main floor, it's the nice cabinets with the kind of, I guess you, the trim, like yeah. where it has a pattern on it type yeah. of thing. And then in the basement, you can just buy the cheaper Ikea ones the that flats, are just flat. The flat yeah. Cabinets, yeah. So, you know, you can save money that way with your rental property. They don't need to be flashy. They just need to be nice and, and bright and look good. Right. Whereas with a flip, you know, you can now get those really beautiful glossy ones. You know, there's lots of higher end. You can make sure that you're extending all the way up to the roof. So yeah. it's those little added features that can make it, you can walk in and go, wow. Whereas mm -hmm. with a rental property, you know, like you can wow the tenants in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, most, in most cases, tenants are just looking at how much does it cost? You know what I mean? Yeah. They have some sort of a budget uh, with rental properties. So they want to stay within and then they're going to go see 10 and they just want to get one of them. Yeah. They're, right. they're not going to walk away and go, oh, those, those cabinets didn't have they were a flat panel instead of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it really depends on your tenant uh, profile, profile yeah. right? It's, um, it, it, I, I've learned with tenants, they're not like buyers. Buyers will be like, eh, like we'll just wait for the right one. You know, I want the right one. Whereas tenants will just be like, I've got a Saturday. I need to move in two weeks yeah. and I'm going to go see 10 and the kids are screaming and I just want to get this done. And then, you know, I hope I get this one kind of thing. So, um, I think you have a little more room with tenants. Um, you know, if you have existing cabinets that are decent, change the knobs, you know what I mean? So it doesn't look dated. And, uh, with a flip, definitely, you know, you have to, it has to look, you know, you have got to have the glossy finish. You got to have the dual tones, you know, you got to have those things because the kitchen is your biggest, um, attraction for mm -hmm. when someone's coming in. It's one of the first things they see. And if they walk in and they see seams on the laminates that are, you know, pulled apart and the baseboards are, are, are the angles or, um, connections or seams are, are, are crappy. And you know what I mean? They see a chip in the paint on the wall and then the, the kitchen's no good. Like they're They've already made their decision within the first 10 seconds of walking into that property. Yeah. They smell, they look, they see the kitchen and they made a decision. And if you got them, you got them locked in, then you need to keep their attention as you're going through the house. Ooh, nice light fixture in the dining room. Ooh, soft carpet on the stairs. Ooh, look at the bathroom. You've got like, you have to take them on a tour. Um, and if you, if there's a break in the chain, uh, in, in the chain along the way, then you might lose them and it's hard to get them back because after you're done the bathroom upstairs, you don't get a whole heck of a lot because now they're coming down the stairs back to the carpet where are they going the basement. Yeah. And if the basement doesn't get them, you know what I mean? You, you, you might've, you might've lost their attention. Can we talk about basements quickly? Yeah, sure. Because a huge thing is that like, if I know we already talked about basements, mm. but if you aren't finishing a basement, make sure you have great lighting Yes. because uh, I, I was going to say nine times out of 10, but maybe not necessarily these days. A lot of uh, laundry is moving upstairs, but a lot of the time your laundry is going to be down there. 
And people don't like going into a dingy basement to do laundry. Yeah. I know that like when we bought our first house, I was like, I am not going down there to do laundry. And then we ended up refinishing it and making it a nice place. But it all comes down to lighting. And especially like when you open that basement door, if it's dark, it's like a automatic turn away. Like for for me, I don't know if it's a female thing. I have no clue. But for me, when I open that door, if it's dark, I'm like, hell no, close the door. I'm out of here. Yeah. So uh, and actually, that's another thing that we did with this current flip is that there was no light at the top of the stairs. The lighting started at the bottom. So we brought an electrician. Even I was creeped out. <laughs> well, I remember opening because you bought it without me seeing it. So yeah. I remember the first time going there and I opened the door and I was like, nope. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So yeah, we hired an electrician, got him to wire a, a light there at yeah. the top of the stairs just so that when you open that door, it's not an automatic nope. Right, right. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic of basements, let's talk about storage as well. What about storage? Adding extra storage um, cabinets um pantries uh not cabinets but like an extra yeah i think it depends on the property like how many closets do you have throughout uh is there a garage you Mm -hmm. know like those types of things you really need to reevaluate the big picture is there a shed in the backyard should you add a shed in the backyard is it something that's a a first-time homebuyer is thinking about when they're walking through a house though probably not necessarily um but you know like we have renters who that's super important for and they haven't even bought their first house so it can be for for rental properties i think it's way more important depending on you know if it's a suite of property you know um or you know if even if it's a full house you know they they want where can i put this camping gear yeah um so you know i think storage is way more important um in the eyes of a tenant uh, for a flip, you know, for a first time home buyer, I really don't, I don't think so. Well, I, they could be thinking like, oh, well, we could always just throw a shed in the backyard. Like right. that could be a thought process, right? But maybe, maybe pantry space would be a, you know, Absolutely. where, yeah, where am I, where am I putting my food? Um, there's yeah. limited amount of counter space here um, and cabinets. Um, where, where, where am I up? Like for us, like when we move, we move frequently every couple of years. <laughs> um, and like we go to some houses and like this, this place had so much cabinets we can, Gabby's got all of her air fryers and pots and pans and everything else. <laughs> and then we go to the next place and we're like, okay, I guess we're getting rid of this deep fryer, this X sandwich press, this, you know what I mean? <laughs> so these are things that the people are thinking about. It's like, where, where am I putting these things on the, on the counter? Where am I putting these things in the cabinets? Um, and I've only got this much room to put my cereal and, and peanut butter and stuff like that. So, um, I think with, with flips that I think it's more so the kitchen, the kitchen is what people are paying attention because yeah. that's where, you know, that's, that's where they spend a lot of time. The living area is where they spend a lot of time. Um, and, and I also said countertops. Um, what, let's talk about the difference between countertops for rental properties and flips. Yeah. And it's interesting because over the last several years, we've seen a lot of people putting, uh, courts and into rental properties. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't know. I don't see like in all of our rental properties, we have quite a few. I don't see countertops being damaged. Like that's not something I've seen over the years, even have like wear and tear. I mean, eventually, of course, they're going to break down. They're going to need to be replaced at some point. But for me, the cost difference is quite vast. Yes. (laughs) And so personally, when I'm renovating a, a rental property, I'm not, that's, I'm going laminate. 
Yeah, I'm going and they can be really nice these days. There's so many options. You, mm-hmm. you know, there's P, PF countertops or whatever, you know, you can go in those places and you have options. Yeah. You can pick a really nice laminate with a specific edge. It doesn't need to be the old school rounded, you know, yeah. looking edge that grandma had. It can be something really nice. So rental property, I say it's, it's not worth it. Personally, I know that people would argue that. Yeah. Tenant profile, maybe? Tenant profile, yeah. And I've noticed tenants, are get, their expectations are getting higher because so many renovations are happening. There's so much yes. new product on the market that their their expectations are a little high. Yes. Um, I would also argue if you're doing a burr and you're relying on an appraisal at the end, yes, then definitely go with quartz or I wouldn't Granite. say definitely though. We've bird a lot. <laughs> we have bird and, and our appraisals came in. But uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because um, at the end of your renovation, what you're doing is you're going back to the bank and asking them to appraise it at the new value and give you a new mortgage. So you want to get the top dollar. And what they're going to do is they're going to pull recent sold comparables of other properties in your area for the last six months. And then they're going to look at those and see how much they sold for it. And then they're going to compare that the quality of the finishes with that property, square footage bedrooms with yours. And if one has granite and yours has laminates, they may take that into consideration and knock off a couple thousand dollars. And that you want the best possible appraisal. So that's something to consider as well. You know, talk with, you know, you know, your broker, talk with, you know, if you can have a conversation with an appraiser, ask them how they, how they distinguish that. Um, but that's something else to consider for flips. 100% got to be minimum quartz minimum um absolutely you're if you're going all out on a renovation and you put laminate countertops it's going to stand out like a sore thumb and and again when they're walking through you have to get their attention within the first 10 seconds for them to make their decision whether they're going to continue on or whether they're just going to be like oh that's that's okay yeah and also and also throw those into the bathrooms as well so as whatever well. you're putting in the kitchen Put it Those in the are expensive though. Eh? We just learned that recently. Yeah, <laughs> man, quartz countertops. Because we went and grabbed a laminate, uh, like a, a big length of whatever. How long is it? Ten feet length of uh, ten foot length of laminate countertop from Home Depot. And we're like, we'll just cut this thing in half. There's our two vanities. Cost thirty, forty, fifty bucks, something like that. And then you know we get to quartz, and it's like, oh, it's eight hundred dollars. Fuck. Yeah. So we ended up, we realized like, wait, we can't put laminate in these bathrooms. Yeah. Like this is a flip. We've put nice quartz in the kitchen. So we returned it and yeah. decided to go with the quartz. Yeah, we, we tried to, we tried to save, you know, a couple hundred bucks, yeah. 500 bucks on, you know, but that's, we just need to work that into the budget. It's, it's yeah. a lesson for us. We need to add that into the budget and yeah. we can't cheap out on something like that. Yeah. Um, wow. We, we touched on a lot of things today. We did. Are we out of time? Yeah, we're, it's, it's, yeah, we are out of time, darling. Um, we, you know, hopefully that was all valuable for you guys. We've got lots more. We can talk about this more in the future. Can I give a quick, um, shout out? Yeah. Okay. Because I had mentioned, um, you know, the, we talked about the staging and, uh, Lori helped, helped get those, uh, stats in for me that Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember. And that actually came from, uh, her name is Kendra and I believe on Instagram and Facebook, she's design gal interiors. 
And she spoke at an event that I was at a few weekends ago and had really great information. But also, if you follow her on social media, she is hilarious. Her like little videos and stuff that she does on tips for for staging and, and decorating are awesome and funny. And you should definitely check her out. I believe she's in the Calgary area. So if you need any staging done, uh, hit her up. Awesome. Awesome, awesome lady. Right on, yeah. right on. I love shouting out women because women are my jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got on the go for today, Gab? What's in the calendar? I don't know. Well, yesterday was, was crazy. Yesterday was jam-packed. So uh, today I know that I am just doing a lot of catch-up on uh, getting our budget updated for the flip. We had a lot of um, invoices come in the last few days with yeah. uh, landscaping and contractors and stuff. So I need last to do some stuff. updating on that. And uh, I think that you are heading out today, are you not? I have no idea. <laughs> I, uh, I this week is, uh, I know it just started yesterday, but it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday we got the keys to our new renovation. Um, we we found, put an offer and got possession for that property in how many days? Oh, well, like, we hadn't accepted offer in like two or three days and then got possession less than a week eight, later. Eight or nine days, eight or yeah. nine days from seeing it. Um, and yeah. we just got, uh, we just got the keys last night. Unfortunately, uh, fortunately, our other contractor, um, who we've used in the past, um, ghosted us. He was supposed to like get started last night. There was a bin on site at the, the, the condominium complex had a bin for all of the owners, uh, for October 12th. And they're like, you can put whatever you want in there. So long as it's not like hazardous waste. And I'm like, yes, we're going to pull all this drywall. We're going to take all the cabinets out. We're going to pull all the carpet. Like we got free um, uh, dump fees, yeah. disposal, disposal fees. And uh, yeah, he, you know, last couple of days he hasn't called back. So, I mean, I hope everything's okay with him. But um, today, today I got to find a new contractor for that. Um, so we have another guy um, who's doing our other flip, but that's not done till this Friday. Yeah, so. we had a... a they laughed overlap. over each other. Yeah. yeah. So we had to figure out how to get somebody in to the other one sooner. Yes. This kind of stuff happens. It's, it's part of it. I mean, we yeah. had a pretty tight timeline for this particular renovation because we're getting possession on October 12th and we want to have this thing on the market like Too as sweet. soon as possible in November because you, it's really tough to list in, you know, November with a 30 day possession um, date because that means that if someone likes it and they want possession 30 days after November 15th, uh, that means Sorry, they're going to be Christmas. taking possession over Christmas. Uh, yes. So they're, so they're going like... to probably want a longer possession, yeah. which means, you know, X thousands of dollars in holding costs every month. Um, and then the same thing, we don't want to list in the middle of December because there's there's really limited buyers. So um, we're, we're kind of bummed about uh, the contractor and, you know, not getting that kind of, I, don't, I, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Um, and say lovey. We yeah, carry it is on. What it is. Uh, <laughs> do what we got to do. Our number, we have enough room in the budget to, to account for that. Yeah. We, we plan for it. But at best case scenario, we wanted to list for November 15th. But it is what it is. So that's that's what I'm dealing with today. Um, yesterday, I met with um, with a new rent-owned client. And uh, mm -hmm. and they put an offer on a property. Um, they chose a property. So I, I believe in my inbox, I've got a, a, a sign that I need to sign after we get off here. And uh, nice. put an offer on that property. Looks pretty promising. And um, yeah, got lots of great feedback for yesterday's episode as well. Yeah. Um, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, thank you to everyone who listened and yeah, yeah reached out and, and gave your comments. That yeah. was appreciated. That's about it, Gabby. I uh, want to thank everybody for joining in live. Congratulations to Alana for winning the uh, free coffee. Yeah. And congratulations to Annette for winning the 30-minute the mentor call. 
And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 